Well, we're going to continue and conclude our four-part series on receiving the promises of God, receiving God's blessings. Are you interested in that, receiving the blessings of God? If they're available, if they're available to us, all we need to do is what? Go by and pick them up. Kind of like when you have something on a will call. You just go and say, well, here I am to pick up what was left for me. And, And what's our ticket? Our ticket is faith and trust in the Word of God. God said, I've given you a promise. You can cash it in. Isn't that good news? Praise God. So if you need something, God said, I am willing and able to give it to you. And actually, he has said, I have provided it for you. So go pick it up. And that's good news. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. I am what you need. Whatever you need, he says, I'm that. I'm that. I'll be that for you. You need peace? I'll be be your peacemaker. You need a job? I'm your job maker. Amen? (laughs) Whatever you need, he's able to provide it for you. Nothing is too difficult for God. Praise God. You need a car, brother? God is able to provide a car. Amen. All things are possible to them that what? Believe. So we're we're in the believing business. When we believe God with our heart, God is able to turn and move things in in our behalf and in our favor. Angels start working in our behalf. Holy Spirit starts talking to people, bringing things up so that you can have exactly what you need. Where's uh, our girl? Um, Laura said she was needing a couch, and somebody just put a couch right across the street from her and uh, said it was just fit her, her, her decor just perfectly. Praise God. Amen. God knows how to bring it. Bring it, baby. <laughs> Hallelujah. So a simple recap on our four weeks. Our first week, we talked about how two blind men followed Jesus. Now, if you can figure that out, how two blind men followed Jesus, you have to let me know how that worked, you know, because, you know, you just can't really find someone if you're blind. But they had a way of being able to supernaturally, spiritually find out where Jesus was, find out where he lived. And they cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And that's the same prayer that we do today, amen? Have mercy on us, son of David. David, that was a messianic uh, title meaning that you are the, 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 the Savior, the Redeemer. When I call out to you, you can do things that I couldn't do. So they were crying out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy. Amen? How many of you need mercy? Yes. I need mercy. Second week, we talked about how you have to have the image of what you want in Christ so that he can bring it to you. If you don't have the image, if you don't have the vision, it's hard to imagine and believe that it's going to happen in your life. God told Abraham, look out in the skies and see the stars, and as many as the stars are is as many as descendants that you will have. He was trying to create an image, and the Bible says Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. So you have to have that image of yourself being healed, yourself being prosperous, yourself uh, not having to uh, worry about paying things off, knowing that God has has uh, provided for you. In the third week, we talked about the faithfulness of God, how God is faithful to his word, faithful to his word and faithful to his promises, and that you can count on him, trust in him. The Bible says you'll not be ashamed trusting in him. Amen? You're trusting in him. People say, what what do you you trust in God for? Because I know he's going to come through. I know he's going to be there for me. I know his promises are, are yea and amen for all those that believe in him. Praise God. You know, you have to be faithful to your word. I borrowed a, a dollar from a, a shop owner uh, by our house uh, to, to do a, um, 
what do they call that, facts. And I said, I'll pay you back. And I just, for, for days, I was thinking, I got to get that dollar to him. I just felt like my word was out. You ever feel that way? Whether, whatever it is, a dollar, whatever it is. And, and so I finally was able to give it to him, and I just felt so good. I felt a relief. <sighs> I, I fulfilled my word. How much more God wants to fulfill his word to those? I heard one minister say that uh, someone was praying for this person that, to get healed, and the Lord said, I've been wanting to heal that person for a long time. I'm glad somebody was obedient to pray so that I could enact and cause that person to be healed. God watches over his word to perform it in our lives. He wants to, right? It's the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Don't you want to give everything to your children? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So uh, we're going to talk today about healing a little bit. I want to show you something a little not, it's not different, but it's simple. It's broken down simple the way Jesus taught his disciples on how to pray and believe for healing. Now, there are many ways that you can believe for healing. You can have laying on of hands, right, where you can come up to the altar, somebody prays over you. The prayer of faith, prayer of agreement, the anointing of oil, intercessory prayer, gifts of healing. But let's look at this, the way Jesus was talking to his disciples. He said, when he had called his 12 disciples together to him, he gave them what? Power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal how many? All kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. So he gave him power. What does that mean, power? power the definition of power there is authority, the right, the jurisdiction, the strength, the ability to heal. He, he, he had it, and he gave it to who? The disciples. And he gave it to us. We have the power, right? All kinds of sicknesses. Well, you know, uh, what about that sickness, you know, that we just discovered? Oh, that's covered. Well, what about this rare one that nobody... That's covered. What about the one that's, that's really bad? That's covered. Well, what about one that's complicated in the brain, you know? That's covered. All kinds of sickness. All, so you don't have something that God can't cover, hasn't covered, hasn't uh, brought into the jurisdiction of him being able to heal. Praise the Lord. So he gave us power to heal all manner of sickness. So what's the difference? Okay, let's look at this next scripture. I think we skip. Wait, wait, we'll go back to that one. No, 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 not, no, not that one. Not that one, that one. All right, well, I'll talk about that one. Okay, see, what is the difference between authority and power? Authority means that you are an authority. You have a badge. You've been given a position. You can tell people what to do, right? Power means you can enforce it. If you're a traffic cop and you're out there motioning people, come, come this way, come, 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 and you respect them, you do what they say, you're, you, know, you do what they say, right? But if you decide to just plow right through, he doesn't have the power to stop you, does he? But the Bible says we have authority and power. We have the authority from Christ, and we have the power to overcome the enemy, overcome Satan. Amen? I can remember one time I was going to cast out this demon, and, and I was asking my friend, and I said, it doesn't seem like they're listening. She said, they have to listen. They have to obey. We have power <laughs> and ability. Okay, so the question is, would you stop for this man right here? Let's see the picture of the beautiful chaplain there. Praise God. Do I look scary? Not really, huh? 
No. So he gives, let's go back to heal the sick. Okay, here's what he said to do. As you go now, now that you have this power, now that you have this authority, go ye, preach the kingdom of heaven. What is the kingdom of heaven about? That Jesus Christ has come to save us, to deliver us, to take us out of darkness into his marvelous light, to redeem us, to, to give us everything that, that he has planned for us. He says, okay, now this, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out demons. Now, he didn't say, go and pray to the Father that he would heal the sick. He said, you, 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 why? You got the power. Remember when the disciples needed food for the 5,000? What did Jesus say? You, you feed them. They look at it, what? Us? What? You got the power. You got the power. He wanted them to do it. Remember when he woke them up in the boat? And he said, oh, ye of little faith, why didn't you speak to this, the wind and the sea? Why, why, did, why, are, you, why are you waking me up? <laughs> I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning to pray today. Why, why are you waking me up? Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. I, okay, how many of you have prayed for somebody and they got healed? Anybody out there? We got, we got some couple hands. How about cleanse the leper? Anybody have a leper that you had to pray for? No. I see that hand. No. Okay, no. Raise the dead. Anybody raise anybody from the dead yet? No, I haven't. An animal. Okay. Okay, that counts. Cast out demons. Now, I only had to cast out one demon in my lifetime so far. And I can remember, I can remember, <laughs> when I first started at this church, another church, and a guy came to me and he said, do you have deliverance services here? I go, what do you mean deliverance services? You know where you cast out demons and stuff like that? I go, not really, but you got, you got a situation? She says, I got a friend who, um, he, he manifests, he acts like a wolf. I go, really? He goes, yeah. He, 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 he kind of, when he manifests, he kind of hunches his back up like this. His, his lips kind of curl, his teeth kind of get pointed, and he kind of looks at you kind of funny, and he jumps on you. I go, Really? I go, bring him to the church. We'll cast out that devil. Amen? And then I said to myself, what are you doing? You never did this before. How in the world are you going to do this? So I started reading some books, talked to some people. And they said, well, you know, you just got to be anointed. You have to pray. You have to plead the blood of Jesus. Pray and fast. Be ready for it. And know that you have power over the enemy. And he said, whatever you do, don't let him manifest. Once you start manifesting, then you're going to get into a little fisticuff, a fight or whatever. So I said, okay. I said, uh, I said, bring him to the church on Wednesday, an hour before service, and we'll do this. We'll take care of this. And I felt like saying, okay, let's, let's film this. That way people can see how you're supposed to do it. Then my second thought was, well, what if the guy actually does jump on me and beats me up, and then it's on film? <laughs> and they said, here's Pastor Chuck getting beat up. You know, this is how you don't do it. So I said, ah, forget that. So I did get some elders, and I didn't get the guys that could pray the best. I got the guys that were the biggest elders because I figured if he does try to manifest, at least, you know, they can pull, me, pull him off of me. So he came there that day, and so uh, he had a list. You know, his friend brought a list. Aren't you supposed to say, you know, have you had, you know, problems with your father? Have you, you know, have unforgiveness? Do you have all these things? And we're going through this list. And finally, I said, forget the list, okay? 
in the name of Jesus. I command that spirit to come out in the name of Jesus. Nothing happened, you know. I go, okay, I get a little more serious. In the name of Jesus, I command that spirit to come out in Jesus' name. And nothing happened. I said, hmm. And all of a sudden, he started, you know, kind of... Going with, I said, oh, I can't let it manifest. So I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out in Jesus' name. Exactly. And all of a sudden, a release came. And all of a sudden, there was peace in the house, peace in the room. And he started raising his hand and glorifying God, praising God. And he says, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I go, praise the Lord. Found out that he later, he got married. He has kids. And he's perfectly fine. Praise the Lord. So we have the power. We, didn't, we don't have to pray to God to cast out the devils. We don't have to pray to God to heal the sick. You, 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 you have the power. Isn't that interesting? And let me show you how this works. Um, in Acts, yeah. Peter and John, I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it and then just highlight this, these things here. In Acts chapter 3. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, which is three o'clock in the afternoon. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried there daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes on him, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of him. Then Peter said, this is a very famous quote, and I love this this quote, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. What did he have? He had the power. He had the power in the name of Jesus. He didn't pray. He didn't say, Lord, do you want me to, to, to heal this man? He said, you got the power. It's like me telling uh, Pastor Charlie, Pastor Charlie, can you move this, this uh, music stand to the back? And he goes, and he would say to me, can you help me move that music stand, or can you move them? I said, I asked you to do it. Jesus said, you do it. Now, if we ask him to do it, he'll, I mean, of course, he's going to help us. We can't do it in our own self, but he's, he, he wants us to take charge. Now, this is very important. Ready? But such as I have, give I thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And guess what happened? Nothing. Check this out, Richard. Check this out. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. I say nothing happened because look at verse 7. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. He wasn't getting up. He lifted him up. And then immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Isn't that interesting? I always wanted to do that. You know, somebody that's not, you know, in a wheelchair or something, like, come on, get up, in Jesus' name. But if it's wrong, you know, you're going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> People are going to, he's going to be spread out there and said, hey, he threw me to the ground, and I'm worse off now than I was before. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle. So here's what happened. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. Now, here's a second miracle about that. This man has never walked in his life. He must have, I mean, his bones and his muscles 
it must not be that strong, right? But now all of a sudden, Jesus healed on the second miracle. He was able to walk and leap and praise God walking into the temple. I mean, if I just go in a car for two hours and try to get out in a hurry, it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute, right? How many of you can relate to that? <laughs> so, all the people saw him walking and praising God. Now, here's what he says. And they all were trying to glorify him. And so in verse 12, the next Acts, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently as, at us as though by our own power or our own godliness that we had made this man walk? In other words, I, I didn't do anything. I just used the power that God had given me and gave it to you. Praise God. It's not, I'm so holy, I prayed so much, I fasted, I, I did all these things. No, it's not even about me. It's about God wanting to minister to his people. And so you're just a conduit. You're just a person that is at the in-between to do what God has called us to do. Amen? Now, let's, let's go. Uh, yeah, and here's what he says, and we'll go back to another thing. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him to me has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Now, my point today's message is, you see how simple it was? You see what he said? He just very calmly, very uh, simply said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. We don't have to, like, get a big, you know, whirlwind, you know, Holy Ghost, you know, excitement, you know, like, just in the name of Jesus, be healed. Simplicity, simplicity in Christ. Let's go back to where he says, freely... um, you have given, uh, it's in um, Matthew 10, 7 through 8. It's in the beginning, I think it's the second, uh, here we go. Now notice he says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. In other words, did you pay for this? <laughs> did you earn it? Did you work for it? Is there something that you did that God said, oh, you're so good, I'm going to give it to you? But I looked at that word freely, and it means undeservedly, without merit, liberally, without any cost of your own. Actually, the cost was paid by Jesus. He's the one that paid the price with his blood. So we are the recipients of this power, this ability to be able to do great and mighty things in a very simplistic way. Can I get an Amen. So I'm going to show you uh, this guy, a little video, about how this guy, and, and there's several other people that are doing this, just speaking simply to the situation, just believing that God is doing it, you know? We used to think that you just have to pray real hard and let the Holy Spirit, the, the anointing flow through your hand and minister to that person. But, you know, God says, I'm, I'm the healer. You trust and believe in me. So we're going to see this guy. His name is... Um, Tom, hmm, Tom something. Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> Thomas, no, not Tom Selleck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. I think he, but anyway, what he does, and a lot of other people do, they just go on the street. 
find people that need healing, and they minister to them very simply, very directly, and we're going to see. Now, the guys that he's, they're ministering to are not even saved, they're not even acting saved, and, and they're, so, they're not even believing, but he just very simply, and he takes, he's taking somebody with him to show him how to do it. So let's look and see how this is right here. How many of you would like to do that? Amen. The Bible says we have the power to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to pair off with somebody other than your family, and we're just going to do that simple prayer. Father, heal them in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever, you know, part of your body that needs help or healing, we're going to believe. Now, I, I, um, I've had experience with this because I, when I was at our other church, there was about 500 members, and whenever they need prayer for someone to be healed, they'd always call me, and I would go out. And finally, the pastor said, you're going to wear yourself out. You go, <laughs> go in all these places. Why don't you just let the elders go and, and pray? I go, well, I, don't, I don't think they could do it. He said, oh, yeah, they, they could do it. Just, just pray with them and, and watch, it, watch the Lord work. And I was so surprised they came back and they go, Pastor Chuck, you won't believe we're in the hospital and we prayed and these people got healed. It was, it was amazing. So Jesus deputized us, gave us the power to do these kinds of things, and I'm so great, grateful. So I, 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 I practiced with uh, Patricia. She d was delivering some um, stuff, supplies at the church. I go, Patricia, come over here. And I go, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, learning how to be simplistic in Christ and just call those things, you know, that be not called healing into your body. So do you have any part of your body that's healing? She goes, yeah, my knee is really bothering me. I go, praise God. Hallelujah. Just lay my hands on there and said, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Me be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. And what happened? God healed. I didn't do it. So I don't want to take credit for anything that happens today. I'm giving the glory to God. So if you have an ailment that you want someone to minister to you, just stand to your feet right now and let's watch God work. Don't be shy. And after we get everybody standing, those of you that are sitting can go to that person and just do a simple prayer. And watch God do his work. Amen? We believe, how many of you believe God? The Bible says that as freely as you have received the power of God to heal the sick, you're able to freely give it to someone else. Not by your strength or your power or your holiness, but by the precious blood of Jesus, the precious name that was given to us to heal the sick. Let's, yeah, play that real soft and let's just... Allow the Holy Spirit to take hold of our hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, if you got prayed for and you say, well, it's not completely, uh, you know, healed yet. I heard this one testimony. This guy, he said uh, he had burn scars on his face. And he, uh, yeah, people thought he was like a monster. And so... He went and he prayed. He put his hands on his face and he couldn't, nothing happened. And so every day when he woke up, he would have a ritual. He would, you know, wash his face, um, shave, and, and, and speak into the mirror. My scars are gone in the name of Jesus. My, my skin is healed. After a month's time, he said they left. I, he said, I don't know if they gradually did or where it happened. It just happened. So the word of God, when you apply it, is like medicine to our flesh. The last two scriptures we want to look at, Romans 8, 32 says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also, what? Freely. freely. 
It's free. It's free for those that are called to be uh, sons of God, and actually it's free for whosoever will. Amen? We saw how that, uh, those guys on the street, not churchgoers, but Jesus had a desire to heal them. And the last scripture, now you, 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 you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Your job is to be Christ to the nation, Christ to the people that are around you. Be the difference. Pray for the sick. Amen? So as we conclude, let that same spirit that was on Christ Jesus be in you, to have that compassion. And we saw it was so amazing to see the people that got healed. I'm so happy to see that it wasn't just a minister, but it was just people in the body of Christ that took the word and the Holy Spirit backed them up. Amen? So, Father, we thank you that as you empower us to do great and mighty works, that we will see the book of Acts come into fruition, even in our time and in our place, in this life and in this world. We thank you, Lord God, that you're using us as the body of Christ. And so we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen.